1: slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: Yes, yes, the rumors are true. Jake Retzloff is indeed in line to get his first career start for BYU as they take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. Who is Jake Retzloff? What can he offer to BYU as they hope to pick up their sixth win on the road in Morgantown, West Virginia tomorrow evening? We're talking about all of that ahead on today's show. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everyday with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. By way, way of introduction, I should say we are your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU, in particular football and basketball. Most notably, we cover it all on this podcast, and today's show is brought to you by our title sponsors over at GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase with our friends at Game Time. We'll tell you a little bit more about them as today's show progresses. But let's dive right in, and the news is true, folks. Jake Retzloff is in line to make his first career start for the BYU football program. I will pause for dramatic effect. Uh, now, uh, you might be screaming. You might be saying, wow, that's surprising. No, here's the thing. BYU has realized that they need to do something to jolt this offense. The other thing about it is is Keaton Slovis, he's been battling some injuries. Folks, he has taken some massive massive shots. Any of you who have watched the last few weeks of him playing for BYU have seen him get up very slowly at times when it comes to getting himself off the football field. Kalani Sitake was not bluffing in the postgame last week when he said hey, when he was asked about the changing quarterbacks potential, he said, how about we protect the guy first? He was not bluffing about that because Keaton Slovis, he has been hit a lot this season. He's taken some pretty big shots and he has battled through numerous dings and dents, but it sounds like it's caught up with him and BYU has opted to make Jake, Jake Retzloff their QB1 this week. Uh, as I understand it and having talked with multiple people around the BYU football program as early as Tuesday this week, is that Keaton Slovis has been on the sideline essentially operating as the guy who signals in the plays. He'll be the emergency quote-unquote third quarterback it feels like in this matchup with Jake Retzloff starting and Cade Fennigan ostensibly being his backup quarterback, speaking of Retzloff. I think this is an interesting proposition to give Retzloff his first career start on your longest road trip of the season. You're clear across the country the team flew into Morgantown last night and they will be obviously spending today going through a walkthrough and adjusting to the time It's two time zones obviously on east coast time uh, and they will do their best to be ready for this game but the other thing about this was it felt like in the conversations I had with people and I did respect let me just uh, let me pull back the curtain a little bit I have conversations with multiple people multiple people around the BYU football program you as most of you who are longtime listeners know I refer to them as our practice insiders they're people that are inside BYU's walls their facility and feed me information I truly appreciate everything that they do now uh, this thing is, there are times they will tell me stuff and say, hey, I need you to sit on this. That was the case with Jake Rutzloff this week. I was asked, you know what, can you just keep it hush-hush here? And I didn't think that BYU had any uh, inclination that this was going to go all the way up till game time without leaking to a degree. Uh, as I understand it, I my tweet that I, I put out last night, I credited Kevin Reynolds from the Salt Lake Tribune as having the scoop. He was the first person I saw with it, but I have l- since learned that the Daily Universe uh, did tweet out that uh, Jake Retzloff would be starting. Keaton Slovis was dinged up, uh, and then they deleted that minutes later, uh, earlier on, on Thursday. So, Nonetheless, uh, I've been having conversations with people all week, and I, I respected their wishes. That's that's the way the media game works. And credit to Kevin uh, Kevin Reynolds from Salt Lake Tribune. he got the scoop. So he gets obviously all the glory in that respect in many respects. Uh, the Daily Universe reporter, I, honestly, if I was him, I would have I would have stood by my reporting and, and sat on it. but nonetheless, it is what it is. Now, what does Jake Retzloff bring to the table? He was the number one junior college transfer quarterback last season, bar none. ESPN's rankings, 24-7 sports. You look at it, he was the top-rated quarterback. He was a top-50 junior college player, passed for over 4,500 yards a year ago at the junior college level. He's got a live Live arm, and I, what I mean by that is he's got the ability to make every throw seemingly from every arm angle imaginable. You thought that Zach Wilson, his ability to throw sidearm was one of a kind? Jake Retzloff, uh, as I understand it, can do that as well. He's a former baseball player, played short stops. So he's had to learn how to alter his arm angles to get throws across the diamond there, and that's translated to him doing what he's done at the junior college level. The other thing about this is is he's more in the mold of uh, what guys like Jaron and more particularly, I compare him more to Zach Wilson uh, in terms of his skill set and I'm not saying he is Zach Wilson because Zach is a number two overall pick in the NFL and starting quarterback in the NFL right now with the New York Jets. But what I mean by that is Jake Retzloff is not necessarily going to be the guy who comes in as a true dual threat quarterback, but he has the ability to uh, scoot when needed. Remember Zach Wilson, he was not a, a full on, dual threat quarterback. He would run when necessary. He'd pick up good yardage and he would carve up defenses using his feet. Well, that's the same thing that I understand about Jake Retzloff is he's got the ability to scoot when needed, but he would prefer to make plays from the pocket and obviously do his damage with his arm because he's got the ability to really sling it. So uh, I'm interested to see how he holds up, how the game plan morphs uh, under Aaron Roderick for Jake Retzloff. I am also looking forward to seeing how the offensive line and the players around him step up and obviously it will be helping him out. Uh, I'm going to respect the wishes of some people I've talked to, but I can just assure you of this. There are numerous uh, dings and dents for this BYU football program right now, and there could be a, a, a fairly sizable contingent of the the MASH unit, if you will, guys who are injured who uh, may or may not be available against West Virginia. I, I don't have an extensive list, nor am I comfortable in uh, revealing that because I don't want to break confidences, but uh, I was uh, authorized to speak a little more on Jake Retzloff after all that news broke. So uh, expect a pretty... Uh, I want to say healthy contingent of injured players that seems like an oxymoron uh, but it's just kind of how things go it's it's that time of the season folks guys are getting beat up BYU has now played eight games of the season six of which have been power five level football games they're five and three they're a game away from securing their postseason eligibility to play in the bowl game and I'm hopeful that tomorrow will be the day BYU can get that sixth win lock it in and then essentially be playing uh, for uh, gravy the rest of the season you go out and knock off Iowa State a week from now, uh, speaking of a week from tomorrow, at, at home. That's your seventh win. And then you have the final two games against the Oklahoma schools who look very, very good. What can you do against that? The bigger issue I feel like for BYU is you've got to lock in this sixth win. And this feels like a West Virginia game that is there for the taking for BYU. But it's going to take a pretty Herculean effort, it feels like, at the same time for the Cougars. Because you can guarantee that Morgantown, the fans out there, the Mountaineer fans, are not going to take very kindly to BYU coming in and trying to win on their home turf. But BYU's proven that they've been up for playing in road environments previous under Kalani Sitake. Now they are 0-3 on the road in Big 12 play this year. Can they notch that... uh, Um, what am I trying to say? Can Can they get that first road win of their Big 12 era against the Mountaineers in Morgantown? We'll talk more about what I think needs to happen, some thoughts I have in terms of what BYU needs to do on that as we continue on right here on Locked on Cougars. Let's get a quick word in on our friends over at Game Time. Many of us out there like to go to events, no matter if it's sports, comedy, theater, uh, no matter what you're interested in. We all like going out to events, and Game Time is here to help you guys out. Find, they're the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Uh, any of you who, who are into any of that need to check this out. It's a really simple app. The best part about it is they have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, and the best part about it is to find incredible credible deals along with that. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, uh, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And with zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats, all for an average of 18% worth of savings, my friends. It's a really, really simple, a really, really fun feature, and the best part is they also offer uh, uh, protection as well. They have, uh, if if your tickets aren't uh, necessarily uh, what you're looking for, they give you a look at what the ticket uh, situation is, where you'll be sitting, where you'll be looking from they give you that vantage point all inside the app. It's all in one. The best part is the tickets are found right inside the app, not having to go through your email to dig out those tickets when you get to the venue. So download the Game Time app today, create the account, and use the promo code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Again, create your new account and redeem the promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E. That's locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets. Lowest price, guaranteed. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Perry Homes, one of our great local sponsors here on the podcast. Whether you're looking for your first home or ready to upgrade to your dream home, Perry Homes has a home for you, my friends, for 50 years. Perry Homes has been Utah's premier home builder with communities throughout the state. They have many communities, home designs, and price points, all designed to meet your needs. They have beautiful communities in Stavis, Salt Lake, Tooele, and Utah County, as well as multiple communities in Washington County near St. George as well. They offer over 50 unique home designs from Ramblers to two stories to townhomes. It's all with you in, uh, as the consumer in mind. They want to make sure it fits what you're looking for Let, once again. They even are offer, offering generous financing incentives to their preferred lender as well right now. So visit PerryHomesUtah.com to see what's new in Utah's finest neighborhoods. That's Perry, P-E-R-R-Y, PerryHomesUtah.com to learn more now. For 50 years, Utah has been coming home to Perry Homes. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your day. Thank you for being every day or with us right here on the podcast. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Friday uh, whenever you hear this uh, and, or, and or watch it. And uh, a quick reminder, if you guys don't mind doing so, please continue to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Uh, many of you watch this on YouTube, so hit that uh, subscribe button just uh, right below this video here. Also hit that bell uh, icon that will enable notifications. so That way it lets you know when a new episode drops. You can catch it right away. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the seemingly thousands of other uh, podcast uh, providers out there. Please leave us a rating and review. We've had about four or five of you in the last week or so. Leave us a five-star rating as well as some uh, very, very kind comments on Apple Podcasts in particular. Cannot thank you guys enough for doing that. I would encourage you to encourage those of you who have not done it yet. Uh, we have hundreds of you who have done that, but we have thousands of you who listen on a daily basis. So I'd like to have a little more of a conversion rate there, maybe getting that into the thousands. So if you don't mind doing so, take a couple of moments, drop us a five-star rating. It really, really does help out uh, with, the algorithms out there. All right, so BYU and West Virginia. This is going to be a very interesting matchup. This is a matchup of two, five, and three teams. The thing about this is is West Virginia was picked dead last in the conference. I was at Big 12 Media Day, as most of you know, and I was down there when Neil Brown got up to the podium and he said, I guarantee we are not going to finish last place in the Big 12. He essentially called out the media for thinking that his program was going to be the dregs of the conference behind the likes of Cincinnati and Houston and UCF and even BYU, I would imagine, in his mind but to his credit, uh, he's been pretty right about this. This has been a team, speaking of, a BYU, of sorry, BYU, of West Virginia, that has battled back and has had their moments this season. Like I said, they're 5-3 and three on the season. Uh, they're playing on their home turf. They have the inverse record in conference over BYU with a 3-2 and two conference record versus the 2-3 and three record for the Cougars. But the bigger thing is uh, they have a decided home field advantage similar to BYU because they are on an island geographically in the Big 12. The Big 12 brought in Cincinnati ostensibly to be the... The uh, to be the, I guess, the the geographic partner for West Virginia. But even then, it's not all that close. So you go up into the Appalachian Mountains there, uh, and it, it's kind of a unique place. I, I've heard many, many things about Morgantown. actually once upon a time uh, played pickup basketball with a former West Virginia Mountaineer, the, the mascot himself. The mascots are a are lot. They're, they're actual... Uh, Humans, they have to grow a mullet, they do the loda, and fire a black a powder rifle. you have to do a lot of things to be that, uh, to be the mascot. I had a conversation with this guy, and he said it is one of a kind, Jake. You need to go to Morgantown just to experience what it is. So I am jealous of all of you who are making the trip. I unfortunately was not able to do it this year uh, due to some circumstances. Obviously, finances are in play. And shout out to a couple of you, by the way, who have contributed a, a kind of a, a, I guess it's a small fund to send Jake on the road in the future. And I, I want to. Thank you guys for that. And if you guys are interested in doing that, reach out, and I'll get you uh, contact information for how to how to go about that. But uh, I'm not soliciting that in any way, shape, or form. I just appreciate you guys even considering uh, that. But the bigger point is I had a my, – my son was due, who, by the way, uh, we're just past a month old at this point. It's crazy thing. it's already been one month uh, since he was born. Folks, he is thriving. So thank you uh, to all of you who continue to express your uh, concern and just your uh, your well wishes on, on the birth. But uh, it obviously it was right around the time he was actually due. We're actually just- – past the due date of his original due date. So uh, going to West Virginia was just not in the cards this year. I hope at some point to get out to Morgantown. It seems like an awesome environment. Milan Puskar Stadium looks like one of the venues you got to see with your own eyes. I'm jealous of my fellow media members and you Cougar fans out there who have made the trek. and I look forward to watching it. Obviously, I'll have uh, pre- and post-game coverage on the EKSL Zone 97.5 FM and 1280 AM for you guys uh, tomorrow afternoon and evening leading up and obviously immediately following the game. Game. But uh, I, I just I look forward to this matchup because West Virginia has been pretty frisky this year. CJ Donaldson is their leading running back, 574 yards. But more importantly, Garrett Green. There were huge question marks for West Virginia who their quarterback was going to be. Garrett Green has come in and really settled things for West Virginia. It's a very very powerful offense and BYU's defense. I feel like, and this is just my personal perception. I feel like BYU's defense is coming into its own. I am hopeful they will go out and be able to hold down West Virginia enough for uh, guys like. Jake Retzloff to come in and maybe get BYU enough points to win this game. I really was intrigued by what BYU did against Texas. That's an elite offense that BYU went up against. And BYU held them well below their season averages in terms of yardage and points and all that. And I know that it was a backup quarterback for the Longhorns. But still, I was very impressed with the effort BYU put on the football field against Texas. I think if they bring a similar type of effort and they can do that on the road once again this week against West Virginia – I believe that BYU can have even more success against uh, the Mountaineers even with their starting QB1, speaking of Garrett Green leading the way, than they did against uh, than they than they did against Texas. I, I really do believe that. I feel like this BYU defense believes wholeheartedly in what Jay Hill has brought to the table. That was the biggest thing I think he brought to BYU when he came as the defensive coordinator. It's just an injection of belief into this football program, but it's not going to be easy. As I mentioned, Garrett Green has passed for 1,300 yards, 13, 1,340 yards, but his completion process Percentage is very low, 53.5%. We're talking about a guy in Keaton Slovis who's sub-60%, and he's awful? Well, Garrett Green's even worse completion percentage-wise. He has thrown eight touchdowns against two interceptions. He also does have, have 404 rushing yards on the season along with eight rushing touchdowns of his own, so... This is an offense uh, that can beat you in multiple ways, speaking of West Virginia. But like I said, I- I've got faith that Jay Hill will have a very, very cohesive game plan, and he's just got his dudes believing. The nice part is, is BYU has got, uh, for the most part, most of their dudes they've had uh, for the last uh, couple of weeks in terms of their defense healthy. You've got uh, C.L.A. Serra coming in his own middle linebacker. I thought that uh, also that uh, the other linebackers, AJ Vong Pachon, Max Tooley, uh, they've all really had their moments. The defensive line, is continuing to get better. I thought and Mahe, Mahe came into his own last week against Texas. And if he can pair with uh, Jackson Cravens as that one-two combo at defensive tackle, is going to be that much stingier against the run. That's going to be a big key to slowing down West Virginia in this game. So it, it's, I'm very intrigued by what BYU is capable of in this game. And I, I've just got a feeling that BYU's got something cooked up for this. I, I'm not going to say that uh, Jake Retzloff is going to go out there, sling it for 400 yards and become this, the conquering hero that's being held by everybody when he gets back to Provo. I don't think that. Uh, but if he does, great. That'd be awesome. It'd be a great storyline. And I'm in the business of following storylines. That's what I do in media. I, I like to, I like good stories. That's what we live on as media members. But the bigger point is, is that I think BYU understands that it's imperative that they get a win ASAP as soon as tomorrow. If you get that win over West Virginia, then you're cooking with bacon grease the rest of the year. You could pick up your 7th, 8th win. Who knows what you're capable of down the stretch. The other thing about it, it – would be, is it be a monumental note in BYU football history. Your first ever road win in Big 12 play. You'll be able to tell your grandkids one day that it was at uh, West Virginia on, uh, let's see, uh, November 4th, 2023 was the first time BYU won a Big 12 football game. It's, it's, this has been a – by the way, the other thing about this, I don't have I've highlighted this enough. It's been a really, really fun first year of a lot of firsts for BYU. Their first ever Big 12 game. I was added at it at Kansas, obviously a disappointing loss there. The following week, they had the first ever Big 12 win over Cincinnati. There's just – it's been a season full of firsts, and this is another opportunity to notch another first and get that W over West Virginia, and I'm looking forward to it. And I, like I said, I don't think it's going to be an easy matchup. Nor do I think that BYU is going to go in there and absolutely blow the doors off the Mountaineers. It feels like, in many ways, it will be similar. And if BYU does win this game, to what they have done previously, win the turnover margin, do just enough to get the victory, and scurry on home with your sixth win in the bag, that'd be awesome for BYU. Uh, the other thing about this is, and I I'll, we'll talk more about specific keys to the game and get my uh, my official score prediction here in just a moment is that you have a a program in West Virginia that Neil Brown has been on the hot seat. Can you slide him back onto the hot seat with the win on the road out there in West Virginia? Absolutely. And the other thing about it would be if BYU gets their third uh, Big 12 win of the season, they'd have tripled up the other three newcomers combined. Uh, they actually, they're coming into the week 1-14, I think is what it was, in Big 12 play uh, coming into this week. Now, we'll see if they can pick up a win this weekend, speaking of the other three newcomers. But if BYU gets their third Big 12 win uh, out of the shoot, yeah, all the predictions that BYU is the quote-unquote worst program according to the metrics coming into the season, that's all as – uh, Coach Prime likes to say, that's all bull junk. So uh, we'll see what happens. All right, we will get to my prediction, uh, my keys to the game, as well as a look ahead to where other BYU teams are in action this weekend. We'll get to all that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, let's talk about a good friend over there in Prize Picks. Prize Picks is Daily Fantasy uh, made easy, my friends. as simple as that. They are the uh, largest Daily Fantasy sports platform in North America. They have obviously uh, tried to make it as easy as possible for you guys as a consumer to win. Many of you who may have tried Daily Fantasy in the past, have realized you're going up against hundreds, if not thousands of other people, including professionals and sharks who want nothing more than to just kind of swipe that money right away from you and don't give you a chance to actually win. Price Picks has done away with that. It's you versus the numbers. You bet uh, more or less on two to six player data stat per, uh, player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. The best part is with the basketball season here, you can do combos of football and basketball season if you want. You can do it across the NBA, the NFL, college football, and the like. And the best part is you went up to 25 times Back your bet amount in one winning. That's the best part about it. You can select two or more players, pick more or less on the projected stats, and place your entry. It can be done in less than 60 seconds. It's all available on the Prize Picks app. And more importantly, they have easy payouts with our friends. Uh, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. They also are offering weekly promotions every single week as well. So take advantage of the offers they have for you guys today. Go to prizepicks.comslash locked on college. Use the promo code locked on college, and they will give you a first deposit match of up to $100. Put $100 in, they'll give you $100 to play with. It's $200 in your account, just like that. Simple as that, my friends. That's prizepicks.comslash locked on To get started today, and use that promo code locked on college for the first deposit match of up to $100. It's all courtesy for friends at Prize Picks, Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at UCCU. Utah Community Credit Union has got their new program called Learn and Earn. It's the app that's paying your entire family to learn about money. Kids obviously are trying to learn about money. Parents, they don't always have the right answers. That's where Learn and Earn steps in. They break financial topics down into fun, bite-sized educational games, and every time a family member completes a topic, you earn points and be can accrue and then can be redeemed for gift cards to many, many uh, places like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and many, many more. There's age-appropriate content for every. Remember the family, all compete against one another, and track your progress on leaderboards. And just have fun along the way. Learn and Earn is available inside the UCCU mobile banking app, so you can play it anytime, anywhere. And of course, the more you play, the more you learn, and the more you learn, the more you earn. Learn and Earn, part of UCC's, UCCU's award winning Be Money Smart Youth Banking program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun while becoming more financially literate together. It's all courtesy of your friends at Utah Community Credit Union. Love where you bank. Thank you once again for joining us right here on Locked On Cougars. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday once again. Uh, hope you have a fun weekend planned. And hopefully BYU football uh, will be able to help you guys have a better weekend with maybe a win on the road tomorrow. That would be the best part. If BYU can pull that off, it would be really fun to see them uh, do their thing out there in West Virginia. It would be awesome to see them singing Country Roads by John Denver after the game. And I want to see Kalani Sadaka in a cowboy hat just going hog wild. Uh, it would be, be fun to see that. I'm not expecting that per se, but uh, that's kind of the the dream. I, I Dream scenario, I guess I should say, when it comes to BYU this weekend. Alright, so uh, keys to a win for BYU tomorrow. Uh, number one, win the turnover margin. With a first-time starting quarterback, you don't want to put it all on Jake Ratzloff. Is he going to unlock some uh, portions of BYU's offense that may have not been available or just haven't been working? Maybe so. But you want to make sure you help him out. Give him sh- some short fields. BYU's defense has been absolutely masterful at creating havoc and getting turnovers this season. Get two or three more, win the turnover margin. When BYU has won the turnover margin this season, they have won every football game they have played in that circumstance. They're 5-0. and oh. They're 0-3 oh uh, when they have either tied or lost the turnover margin. So, as simple as, I, I talk about this all the time on the podcast. You probably uh, think I'm a broken record at this point, but it's true. Win the turnover margin, win the game. It's been a tried and true method for BYU this season. I'd like to see them do that. Other thing is, I want to see BYU's offensive line continue to uh, just uh, push the envelope when it comes to getting better in the run game. I thought that at moments against Texas, BYU had some pretty good uh, run uh, runs going. And that's the thing about this is uh, you look at a guy like Aiden Robbins, as he continues to kind of get his uh, feet underneath him, so to say, he's going to be out there doing his thing and I hope is that the offensive line will uh, work with him on that and obviously give extra protection to Jake Retzloff to to let him do his thing. One other thing those running backs, led by Aiden Robbins, need to step up and pass pro. Same with the tight ends and fullbacks. BYU's tight ends and fullbacks this year, frankly, have been abysmal in their blocking. Uh, so you need to have a whole team effort in keeping Jake Retzloff's jersey as clean as possible and give him the time to operate from the pocket. Uh, third thing I want to see, you got to see BYU's defense shut down a powerful West Virginia rushing attack. If they can do that and put this game on the arm of Garrett Green, like I said, 53.5%, uh, 53.5% completion percentage, force him to beat you with his arm. Do not allow C.J. Donaldson, uh, green with his legs, to beat you there. Uh, You can afford uh, to sell, I think, against the run in this game and say, you know what, we dare you to beat you with with your arm, and if you do it, we'll tip our cap to you and say thanks, and we'll see you again down the road you got to shut down the rushing attack. You want to make them one-dimensional and make Neil Brown think, okay, what do we got to do here to unlock this BYU defense? I really feel uh, that BYU's defense is rounding into form, and the hope is they will have one of their finest performances, if not their finest performance, uh, against the West Virginia Mountaineers. So that's some of my keys to the game. If you guys have keys to the game as well, please drop them in the comments below on YouTube or respond to us on Twitter or other social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and the like would love to hear from you and what you guys have to say about the matchup. And also, what you expect from Jake Ratzloff. I'm very interested in what you guys think he's capable of in his first career start. This is a kid I can tell you just in my limited inter, limited interactions with him. Uh, he's been chomping at the, the bit to play. He's a competitor. I'm looking forward to seeing what he's capable of in this BYU offense and see what he can bring to the table and uh, offer to the Cougars as well. So, uh, score prediction time. I'm, I'm being positive this week. I think BYU wins this one. I don't think it's necessarily a high-flying BYU performance, but I'm going to say BYU 27, West Virginia 21. I know that the line is uh, raised to double digits. It still has been double digits most of the week from our friends over at FanDuel, but... I just got a feeling that BYU's got something cooked up here, and I think they can do just enough to get the win, get that sixth win, all important sixth win, and notch uh, or not notch, but lock in their postseason eligibility to go to a bowl game. Uh, and I think it would be set BYU up to have a, a good month of November, the final month of the season, and obviously uh, head into that uh, home, the back-to-back home games upcoming against Iowa State and Oklahoma, with some momentum behind them, and obviously uh, shake off that loss. Against the University of Texas. So, uh, yeah, 27 21. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about BYU's chances. Like I said, do just enough. Get the W. Doesn't matter how it comes. One point, 15 points, 50 points. Just get the W, get that all-important sixth win, and, and move along, and I'm looking forward to that. Now, a couple other notes real quick on other BYU teams this weekend in action. You have the BYU uh, men's tennis team sending two representatives to the ITA National Fall Championships. Those are taking place in San Diego, California this week. You also have a BYU uh, swimming and diving in Las Vegas for a dual meet against UNLV. Best of luck to them in that. Uh, also, uh, men's tennis is going to be taking place. The, the athletes who are not at the ITA uh, nationals, they're going to be at the Ralston Newfield Coast Coach's Challenge in Dallas, Texas, so best of luck to the tennis athletes. And then also BYU Women's Volleyball. They take on Cincinnati in back-to-back home matches at the Smith Fieldhouse. Both of them uh, scheduled for tonight and tomorrow night at 7 o'clock Mountain Time on a Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus, If you want to tune into that, it uh, should be a fun one. 7 o'clock starts on both of them, and if you have a chance to get out to the Marriott Center, you'll be treated, I think, to some high-level volleyball. Hopefully, BYU, now ranked number 12 in the country, can bounce back from two very, very disappointing situations uh, sweeps on the road at Kansas State last week, but uh, obviously we'll be tracking that. And then the uh, maybe the biggest game of the weekend outside of BYU football, uh, maybe it's the biggest game, period. Number six ranked BYU women's soccer taking on the University of Texas in the Big 12. It's the Sprouts Farmers Market Big 12 Soccer Championship match. That's at 6 o'clock tomorrow night, an hour offset uh, from BYU in West Virginia. It's going to be on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus, but a huge, huge opportunity for BYU as they take on the Texas Longhorns. I am expecting BYU to collect that Big 12 championship and uh, obviously bring it on home to Provo to put with the uh, the Big 12 championship that the women's cross-country team won last week, but uh, we'll, I'll all watch that play out over the weekend, and of course we'll recap it all on a Monday edition of the podcast, which by the way, Monday evening, BYU men's basketball takes the court in regular season action against Houston Christian, and we'll break that down a little bit more on our Monday edition of the podcast, as well as doing our film review Monday of whatever happens against West Virginia. We'll have a postcast edition for you guys. Uh, Probably go up late tomorrow night, speaking of Saturday night, early Sunday morning. My initial reactions to whatever happens against the Mountaineers, and obviously uh, you guys know how we do here on the podcast. We do not leave you guys hanging. We'll have plenty of coverage for you guys in, on, and around that football game. So thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I cannot thank you guys enough for your support of the podcast. You know what? I've got a couple more tickets to the Houston Christian game. I meant to throw it out earlier, so if you have hung on to the bitter end and here, uh, email me. Lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Express your interest, and I will get you a pair of tickets to go to the Houston Christian game on Monday night at the Marriott Center. You can kick off the season with BYU men's basketball, hopefully in style, with a W under their belt. And obviously, uh, if you want those tickets, once again, lockedonbyu at gmail.com is the email address. Thank you once again, as I mentioned all the time, for being our everydayers here on the podcast. You guys are the absolute best out there in Cougar Nation, and we'll see how it all goes this weekend. So until then, have a great rest your day, my friends. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya.
1: The NCAA tournament is almost here.
0: And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.